0: Rolling and the sound is speeding Hi, welcome to another episode of This Week with Drew The Monday edition for Monday, September 11th, 9-11, 9-11, 2023 Which can I never forget Uh, On today's episode, I'm fucking back on the road again, shit And I'm a motherfucking dumbass I'll tell you why I'm gonna cry When I tell you why I'm a dumbass, a big, freaky, stupid head idiot, and I don't know what to do with my head in it. Hi, welcome to another episode of This Week of Drew, the Monday edition for Monday, September 11th, 9-11-2023. It's, gonna... it's gonna... I hope you're having a good week. Fucking football is back, buddy. Fucking... Uh, waiting all day for Sunday night. That's just fucking uh, Carrie Underwood, buddy, singing the fucking Sunday night theme song. Okay, so we're back. I'm back in fucking regular podcast mode. I had a fucking sick weekend back doing stand-up after a fucking month hiatus. The motherfucking NFL is back. Uh, we got a lot of shit on the fucking coming down the pipe. So let's start off the show with a little bit of a ding 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 ding. How was my motherfucking weekend? <amplify> down. <sorteditudonic noises> Okay, hi. Uh, I hope you had a nice weekend. Buddy, I was fucking jacked. Uh, I was first time back on the road since I got married. First time doing stand up comedy in like a month. And to be honest, I was a little bit nervous. I, like well, I was I wasn't nervous. It was just like I was I was worried about the rust. I don't really get nervous. I've never really ever been nervous to go on stage. If anything, it's the opposite. I'm like, get me the fuck on there. Like when we were in <laughs> when we were in Mexico on our honeymoon, they like those Mexico all inclusive resorts. They always have like a theater room, right? They always have like a a showroom where they'll have like on Thursday evening, Michael Jackson, and they have this like freaky fucking Michael Jackson impersonator. Like, oh, man, it's always so freaky. We're like, go on Tuesday, the incredible circus performance. So much water, Wednesday night. <laughs> That's what the guy always sounds like in those Mexican resorts. So then I was thinking, I was like fucking, I was fiending for the stage. And I saw they had a stage and I was like, yo, I was like, I went to court. I was like, I wonder if I can negotiate, like, if I showed them my fucking Instagram and shit like that. And be like, yo, I'm a real comedian. Like, yo, let me do a show for all your expats and then upgrade our room <laughs> for like for exchange. In exchange, you can upgrade our room and I will deliver a fucking half hour comedy show for all these fucking people. Because I had the itch, man, you know, like I had the fucking itch um, like I always have my entire life. But uh, it was just it just didn't work out for me to do stand up. Like, obviously, I was gone on my honeymoon and wedding and like that's you know, at some point you got to be like, there are things more important than stand up comedy in life. (laughs) Like, and realizing that has been like the best thing that's ever happened to me is that like, you know, this is your job, dude. Like you shouldn't let your job define you. And like, I would advise against that to everybody. Like you should let your, your love define you. And just because you love your job doesn't mean that you should let it define you, but you should let the people and the experiences in your life and the things that you love define you. And the things that you love to experience and the people that you love to experience them with, that should be how you define yourself or how you how you live a happy life. Right. Not through any sort of satisfaction that you ascertain from your career ambitions, no matter how close they are to your heart or far away from your heart. They are. I think it's more just a matter of satisfaction in your day to day existence is really what that gives you. So. Um, why the fuck am I bringing this up? Oh, because I was off of stand up, right? So I wasn't doing stand up. And then I was like, I had this fucking headlining gig. We were in St. Mary's, Ontario. Sandy, Rusty Nail comedy. Fuck, goddamn, I love that guy. That guy's the nicest fucking guy. There is no one better to work for in the stand-up comedy industry in Canada than fucking Sandy McFarland. The dude has got one-nighters all over southern Ontario. He treats you nice. He cares about stand-up. He cares about you as a person. And uh, you know like you're getting paid before the fucking gig. Every time there's an envelope waiting with your name on it. The guy is a fucking consummate professional. So, i the fucking... Oh, might as well talk about Thursday night. Uh, well, let's talk about the Sunday parlay. Let's do a crossover podcast. So I'm doing a, my, if you like football, we're doing a podcast. Me and Alex are doing the Sunday parlay. So if you search the Sunday parlay in whatever fucking podcast application that you listen to, you can listen to us, listen to the Sunday parlay. And, uh, we, <laughs> my lock for the week was the fucking Kansas city chiefs versus the Detroit lions. And it was Kansas city at home defending super bowl fucking champions in arrowhead stadium, the loudest fucking stadium fucking Jared Goff uh and that was my lock for the week was I was like 100% the Chiefs are winning at home and spoiler alert the fucking De- Detroit Lions defense is incredible this guy Hutch Hutchinson Uh, just a fucking beast of a white guy. Like, you don't get too many white guys on defense. (laughs) Like, just in general. I I would be curious to know what percentage of white guys play defense. Or, uh, actually, what percentage of white guys... No, what percentage of defense are white guys? And then the overall percentage of white guys in the NFL, and then what percentage of... Like what roles do they play? Because <laughs> there's not a lot of white guys on defense. And this guy, and this guy proves is that if you're gonna be a fucking white guy on defense, you gotta be a dog, bro. This guy was just snapping off the line. Unbelievable. He was coming from home's fucking head. The pass rush was incredible. They got like they won the game. They fucking won the game. They like KC lost that game fair and fucking square and the detroit lions defense won that fucking game for them jared goff like still sucks but uh unbelievable game so i lost my fucking my lock so my first parlay is fucking done so anyways sorry that's thursday night with football whatever i was like i was so jacked for the nfl coming back um i was so fucking jacked for the nfl coming back so then I'm like, whatever, shake that fucking shit off. We got Sunday, we'll make some more tickets. Spoiler alert, that turned out well. So now I'm in St. fucking Mary's, Ontario, and it's me and this guy Dylan, can't remember his last name. Really funny comic, though, really fucking funny guy. He has cerebral palsy and he makes so many fucking jokes about it. There was an avant-garde painting on the wall behind me. So halfway through my set, I was like, do you guys like this painting? And they're like, yeah. I was like, oh, Dylan did it with his toes. Because <laughs> he has cerebral palsy, he can't walk that well. <laughs> And the audience was like, Whoa. but I ran the joke by Dylan first. He's like, bro, that's fucking hilarious. Cause you know, it was one of those like abstract where it's just colors like splashed against the thing. And it looks like a fucking kindergartner did it or whatever. <laughs> and they were like, oh, 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 like they didn't know how to react to it. <laughs> so, uh, so before the set, here's where I'm a, oh, I'm a big stupid dummy. Referencing this fucking shit off the top is, I go out to the car to roll a joint before my set, and I put my keys in the center console, roll the fucking joint, open the door, press lock on the inside of the thing, and then close the door. Sure enough, my keys are in the center fucking console. So I'm like, I'm fucked. I'm in St. Mary's, Ontario. This I'm in butt fuck nowhere, like CAA. I don't have a CAA membership uh like like call london is, is the next big town they're like no we don't have anyone out there we don't have anyone out there we, we, i don't know what the fuck i'm gonna do so i'm like i am fucked i go to sandy i'm like yo i'm tripping i'm about to be on stage in like 12 minutes i'm like dog like i'm i just locked my keys in my car i'm 135 kilometers away from home i call courtney and courtney's like well fuck like i got my mom's car right now i could drive you and pick you up but that takes premium gas and it's like 250 kilometer round trip so we're talking minimum like half tank on premium is gonna be like 70 bucks you know to fill up the fucking suv so i'm like okay like and all this time and courtney already spent four and a half hours driving today already so she'd spend another fucking four hours driving so she'd be in the car for eight and a half fucking hours because i'm a dumbass so i'm like what the fuck am i gonna do so i go to google one more time In my my head, I'm like, I'm just going to smash this fucking window. Like, whatever. I'll pay for a new fucking window. And then I'm like, I Google, like, key. I was Googling locksmith, and then I Google, like, key replacement. And then I find this place, like, RD key replacement in St. Mary's, Ontario, and they're open 24-7. And I was like, you got to be fucking shitting me. So I call this guy. It's a cell phone number. And he answers, like, yeah, RD key fob. And I'm like, yo, dude, like, do you guys, like, I fucked up. I locked my keys in my car, man. Do you guys, like, do, like, key, like, do you break into cars? And he's just like, he's like, well, where are you? And then I'm like, I'm in St. Mary's. And he's like, fuck. he's like, me too. (laughs) And I'm like, I know that. I saw your shit on Google, bro. You're four minutes away from where I am right now. And he's just like, okay, fuck it. I'll send a crew out. And And then he's like, okay, I'll send a crew right now. He's like, we we can break into cars. He's got the little fucking pumpy thing. He's like, we can break into cars. And I'm like, well, yo, yo, hold up. Cause I don't want this guy to hose me and be like them to do it and be like, okay, that's four bills. Cause I'm like, fuck that. I'm going to break a window then. You know, I'm like, how much is it? And he's just like, come on, bro. It's Saturday night. I was like, I only got like 100 bucks cash on me. He's like, fuck, dude. He's like, fuck. I'll fucking do it for 150. Is that cool? It's Saturday. It's fucking Saturday. And I'm like, yeah, man. And like, I could tell, like, you know, I'm just pulling the boys out of a Saturday night. So. like five minutes later, this guy shows up in his van, RD fucking lock. He's got his buddy, just two like old 50-something-year-old white guys. And they're like, I'm like, fuck, I feel like an idiot boy is like, sorry. And they're like, fuck, we're just fucking drinking beers. Like they were in good spirits. They were like, whatever. And sure enough, these guys, he pumps, he puts the little fucking thing in there, pumps it up. It's like a doctor's blood pressure thing. He goes, pump, 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 pump. It opens the door just a little bit. And then they have a really long Allen key is what it looks like to me. It's like really fucking long with a little hook on the end. Fucking Jimmy's in there and just goes pop unlock opens the door. It was like probably it took him less than 30 seconds to break into the car. Which I'm like, you can just buy this crap off Amazon. Like, fuck. I should, I should buy this shit. So I give him 150 bucks. I thought they'd be like, yo, bro, listen, you're a good guy. Like, don't fucking worry about it. <laughs> I had fantasies of them being like, fuck, we're just trying to be good guys out here on a Saturday night. And then the guy's like, yeah, 150. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> fucking fuck. Which is like, you know, I'm on this gig now, and then it's like, so half the money, I was making three bills to Headline or whatever the fuck, and then I was like, hey fuck, like, there goes half the money I fucking made tonight. Which is like, whatever, for a one-nighter, like, three bills is not bad, it's not good, but it's not bad. um For a couple hours drive, you know, like, most people would do that, drive a couple hours, get a couple hundred bucks, and drive back, you know? The comedy is free, it's more the driving. So I guess so now all this happens before I even go on stage. So now I've had this whirlwind of emotions of of being because I smoked the joint, waiting for these guys that I rolled, and I'm like, well, this is the most expensive joint I've ever fucking rolled. This is a hundred and fifty dollar joint. I've never smoked a hundred and fifty dollar joint before, but at least I got my first joke now. So I go on stage and I tell the audience what happened, and they're like, oh yeah, you're a dumbass, whatever the fuck. And then I'm like, fuck it. I'm like, I don't know. I kind of have good sets when I'm pissed. Cause I'm like I'm not nervous I'm pissed I'm like Fuck I'm like I don't care Like When I'm pissed I like One of my uh, Things That I do That I Learned in cognitive Behavioral therapy But also like Also naturally Kind of do Is just disassociate Cause I'm like If I start to feel These feelings Then that, then that's not good <laughs> You end up in like Fucking beaming out It's the worst Most horrible Shit you could ever Think of To like the person That you love the most <laughs> So, like, I don't fucking, I don't fuck with anger anymore. Like, I don't fucking even take a sniff of anger. As soon as I start to feel anger, I'm like, boom, clock out. Like, disassociate. It's rude. But this is your coping mechanism because you don't get the luxury of feeling anger. (laughs) Because you don't, you don't get that, bro. You can fucking, you can sense it, but you don't get to enter anger. You you fucking, it's coming at you and you got to fucking dodge that shit, right? So I just disassociated and I watched the Shane Gillis special, which if you haven't seen it, go watch it. Beautiful dogs. Uh, It was inspiring to me and not that the material is necessarily too original. It is, or his delivery is unique. Like there's, uh, there's 10 guys in every fucking town who are doing Shane Gillis level of like technical performance. But what, really was inspiring to me was his absolute honesty with himself in that he was, he was being completely honest with himself up there. He wasn't being honest with the audience. He was being honest with himself. And I have struggled with that in terms of my content creation. Um, I've been honest about things, about the economy and about whatever the fuck, but I've never been honest with myself and courageous enough to share my anger. <laughs> because for me, um, I notice everything. I'm a very observant person, and I notice everything, and I clock everything, and I see everything, and I fucking... It makes me angry. <laughs> Most things make me angry, and I feel like I've been disassociating from that for so long that it. I, I was. I. I. It's like a fastball. I was never reaching for my fastball. I always had a slider and a fucking a curveball and a fucking whatever, a sinker and whatever. But. And I learned to control those pitches and control them well and be, and be, you know, come uh, and have the anger would express itself in different ways. It would express itself in the truth about certain things. Like, for example, my fucking baby boomer rant where I'm, I have this extremely, uh, angry rant about baby boomers, and the anger there is about the state of whatever the climate and the economy, and and you know how most you know corporations have taken over governments, and and democracy is is but a sham. But I I was never able to access how I felt about that I accessed the anger and I put it through that lens but I never put it through my own filter so anyways what I'm trying to say is that I watched the Shane fucking Gillis special and then I took I was like you know what fuck it be brave dude be honest and I had this joke that I was doing about Courtney being a teacher where I was just like I was trying to sidestep it I was always trying to be like I was trying to be like I wasn't talking about the actual thing, which is that the actual thing that I feel is that I feel like the way I would handle whatever the fuck that situation of her career is different than the way that she handles it or whatever the fuck. And and I like she has to have a lot of tact with the parents. And if I was in that situation, I would be fucking viscerally angry with some of these parents, which obviously she can't do. Um, so then I just tapped into it and I was just like, I expressed my anger with the, with the situation of, of the frustration that like the handcuff of her job, like in, of, uh, the handcuffs that her job give her of her inability to express how she truly feels, which makes me feel some type of way. Cause it makes me angry that she's not able to like completely express herself, whatever. So then I just fucking ripped in it. And I was just like, you're going to let a fucking eight year old like, you know, if whatever, if she comes home from work uh, distraught or upset about something that happened at work. My general thing has always been like, yo, like, can we not like I'm sympathetic to your job and your needs and the emotional toll that it takes on you. But my side is is like, yo, you're home now. Can we not let a fucking eight year old fuck up our evening? And, you know, that's insensitive to her. And she's explained that to me. And it is insensitive to her because I'm not validating her feelings. Um, which in a relationship I should be doing, but I can, I can get that catharsis or I can express how I'm feeling. I can put that being like, you know, like, which is an impolite thing to say to your wife, like, are you really going to let an eight year old fuck up our night? but I could put that into the stage and tell the people because there are people in relationships that are like, yo, if your partner comes home from work and they're bitching about the same thing every day, it's like, yo, come on. Like, fuck man. Like, can we just check this or whatever? So it's like, everyone has that feeling and it's, and you know, and it's not insensitive to the partner who's going through these things because they deserve to be able to live their life and go through what they're going through with the full support and everything. And I'm going to give her that, but it doesn't mean that I still can't feel that way of just like, you know, I would like there to be, you know, no fucking I perfectly like perfectly. It's like, let's check our door, our work at home when we come home and then we leave work at work and we leave home at home and you could tell me about your day, but let's not be like frustrated about it or whatever the fuck. And, uh, but that's irreasonable because now you're asking someone to walk through life emotionless and just being like, almost like that severance, like that show severance where they just fucking, you get home and then you chop your work and you're not even like, you can't, you eventually, that's the whole point of it is that your work is your life. (laughs) So, you know, you're asking your partner to be some fucking terminator and come home and be like, every day was awesome. I'd like to cook dinner with you now and enjoy the evening. I don't think about the stresses of my day to day operations. (laughs) <laughs> so, anyways, the point is, is that Shane Gillis's new special got me jacked. We're already at 20 fucking minutes. Promotional consideration for this week with Drew is provided by our Patrons. Would you like access to a bonus music-based podcast called This Tune with Drew? Where every week I take your user-suggested, your listeners-suggested t- songs. We we break them down one by one. Last week I did Mechanics by Megadeth versus the Four Horsemen very interesting honestly I was I was interested <laughs> as I was looking back for the edits I was like this is quite interesting uh, also you get uh, bonus interviews uh, sometimes I do interviews with my friends who are famous comedians and you get an individualized personalized shout out then you could be like these fine folks uh, Josh Alicia Iron Eagle James new guy Mark Tony Smog, Nick and Mac uh, Bubba Marnus motherfucking street demon and our number one fan Joel in the hall of fame call it Andre Blair and Terrence say the name what up one of them Hi, Mink. Go to patreon.com slash BAME. Sign up for as little as five bucks if you're dumb. And I stress this. If you're dumb, don't sign up for this if you are smart. If you're smart, you will cancel your subscription. <laughs> Go to patreon.com slash Bame, Sign up for as little as five bucks. You know I like it, man. I appreciate it. It costs money to host the podcast. So I'm not making money off this shit. But uh, we are a, c- a communist podcast where everybody who listens to it pays for it. Thank you. I appreciate that, all, all the patrons. That's why you get a personalized, individualized shout out. Also, promotional consideration for this week of Drew's provided by our sponsor, CC. Right now, they are having a Mondays, introducing Cloudy Mondays. 30% off all vape products. Check this shit out. Fucking 1,000 milligrams, vape cartridge, Touch Extras, not safe for kids or pets. Well, my dog doesn't have a thumb, so no way he's getting in on this vape cartridge. Go to KingTutsCannabis.cc. Use the promo code Drew for 10% off your order at checkout. That is D-R-E-W for 10% off your order at checkout. That is the show for today. What the fuck else? Oh, yeah. Oh, no. No, it's not. Stick around. I want to talk about Football Sunday. So uh, my fucking parlay got fucked up. My five-game parlay got fucking busted on Thursday. So I was like, fuck it. Sunday Football Gamble. We're going to play some more OLG. Fucking, I got the app on my phone. We're going to fucking get a little spicy. So I loaded 20 bucks into the thing. So I'm watching the 1 o'clock games. And uh, I don't know, man. I I, I was talking about this last year. If you go back to the start of the football season last year, I'm a week one fucking savant, bro. I am a week one savant. I fucking put a three-pick together. Fucking Falcons. I Two-point spread in the money line. Nailed it. Vegas, one point on the money line. Ooh! That's why I bet the money line. I was like, I don't know who's going to fucking, I don't know what the spread is going to be, but I feel like Vegas has got the juice and Jimmy G is a good fucking quarterback. I like him. I want to have sexual intercourse with his face. Also, <laughs> so I hit my first one. I, my phone is recording right now, so I can't see what they were. But, and then I, on my, on, you know what I like doing is I like waiting for the first like fucking four plays. Like first two possessions, three and out, three and out, three and out, three and out taking the fucking under boys are on fire today you know if we're fucking three and out touchdown fucking field goal field goal I'm taking the over uh you just see how the defense is playing man just take a couple minutes they don't change the line too much and uh, so I made all my fucking four o'clock four o'clock bets and then I w- nailed that too so I bet t- 10 bucks five bucks five bucks each ticket I made 80 bucks so now I'm, uh, I'm pretty much going to be playing on house money for the whole season So if you like, if you want to see my picks, go to the Sunday Parlay podcast on, uh, on Instagram and fucking, uh, Spotify and all that shit. Listen, play along this year uh, on the NFL season. Uh, that's the Sunday Parlay podcast, wherever the fuck you get your podcast. Now that's the fucking show. Yeah. Oh, I went to the range today too. And I fucking, I played off the grass instead of the mats. I think that was my problem. I'm no longer a shitty golfer. I'm now an inconsistent golfer. I've graduated from shitty, meaning like I have no the fuck idea what I'm doing. I'm like, a, am an an advanced beginner. How's that sound? I can actually swing the club and make contact like decently most shots. And the ball is going straight like most of the time, especially on my irons and my fucking wedges. I love my 56 so fucking much and my 54 my 60 is a little sketchy, but fucking my 54 and my 56 with the high toe I got this nice fucking I just love chipping like I love like 40 yards and under that's my favorite is like chipping a nice pink Fucking roll, okay, so Okay, whatever I just fucking hit stop here's your bonus fuck Nah, fucking dummy. Fuck! I eh? lock your keys in the fucking car again. Fuck!